Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the DestroProds.com anime and manga podcast. As always, I'm your host, the Deadman. Joe, today we have Birdie. Hello. And making his return to the site on a podcast where you will not be talking about Persona 5, it's Trey. I will talk about Persona 5, and you can't stop me because it is totally an anime. You motherfucker, I can kick you from this fucking server. <laughs> it will eventually be an anime. No, yeah. it has anime cutscenes in it. No, oh, yeah, so does Catherine. Say, but, but yeah, the original, I, I say Catherine's an anime. <laughs> Trey, the original Persona 4 also had that, and then it also became a full-fledged anime. Well, so did Persona 3. Yeah, well, eventually. Yeah, I know. I know. Once I'm it gets just, to the full-fledged I'm, anime stage, then we can talk about it. I'm I'm busting his balls. Well, can I talk about Persona 3 then? Because those movies are good. <laughs> I don't know. Dead Man doesn't really need to go back to shooting himself in the head. <laughs> That's good. Callbacks! That's pretty good. Yeah, this is Trey. Um, for anybody who missed him when he, during his tenure here before... Uh, he used to be on the games podcast until circumstances conspired for him to not be able to record anymore. So are we just going to bury Chops and the Dude like as far into the dirt as possible? It kind of already is. <laughs> just uh, last week, I, I deleted thought. your guys' shirts from the store. No, I was about to buy one. <laughs> hey, if you still want to buy one, I could fucking put them up for like a day while you buy one and then take them down again. Can you give me a discount? I mean, probably I could just ship it. I could just like sell it to you at cost. I. It'll be I about thirteen Canadian dollars. It's a piece of history. Yep, that'll be about thirteen Canadian bucks. All right. How many loonies is that? Uh, that is thirteen loonies. Okay. Because a loonie is one dollar. <laughs> uh, how many maple leaves is that? Oh, uh, get out your maple leaf calculator. Well, maple leaves aren't a currency. If you were, if you were referring to say a penny, which I believe has a maple leaf printed on it, those aren't in circulation anymore. So they're worth nothing. No, I mean, literal maple leaves. Oh, it's worth no maple leaves. Maple leaves have no value here. What if it's a bunch of them though? I'm sure that has value. Like a bundle of maple leaves. Not really. That'd be like, in that'd be like a. Used for like mulch or something. Like, in Georgia, that'd be like trying to buy something using a bundle of Walmart shoppers. I mean, that's worth something. Just there's so many of them there that they have no intrinsic value. All right, so... Uh, you see, here's the thing. It's called so saturation. It's like there's, there's Russia. Like they do have this thing. There's no intrinsic value. Anyway, yeah, we're here to talk about anime and stuff, I guess. <laughs> That's what I was trying to segue to. So the new season has kind of started. Some of it. Hell of a start. <laughs> I the two, the got two, it was happening. The two, the two big guns have started. Are you talking Attack on Titan and My Hero Academia? In terms of things with the biggest, widest appeal, yes. Yeah. A lot of the other stuff that's coming out is like new things and, you yeah. know, and it's still like ending the shows from last season, like Iron-Blooded Orphans. Yeah, that thing has fucking legs. I expected that. To, I did not really see an episode count on that. 
So I was like, yeah, 24, it'll end. Now we're at fucking 50. Yeah, it's, it it's Gundam. It, but but specifically, Iron Blooded Orphans started out really weak, and wasn't really well received. But as it went and as it went, people just got way more invested. Here's the thing: all anime is made in such that they make a certain number of episodes for one season, whether it be thirteen or twenty-five. If it's good enough that it's pulling in market share by the end of the first season, they could probably sell it for another. And since it's Gundam, it's a lot easier to make that sell. Yeah, well, my whole thing is I was just saying that uh, that at first, I, I know how they make it, it's just at first Iron-Blooded Orphans wasn't really received well by fans, but I guess people forgot Gundam's always been a slow burn, and it's actually really good! No, sometimes the bad ones are fast-paced and stupid, like uh, Mobile Fighter G Gundam. Ooh. <laughs> oh, ooh. <laughs> yeah. That's back on do, Crunchyroll. Do we want to talk uh, talk about Double Zeta? Double Zeta. Uh, I'm I sorry. Don't I'm, I don't want to talk I'm, about Double Zeta. I'm not in UC. <laughs> I know that's I wanna... UC. I know it's minor UC. I don't know UC. So you would be mostly talking, and I would just be sitting at uh, Uncle Trey's desk and listening. Quietly. Yeah, I don't want to <laughs> talk about Double Zeta because it's. Okay, so Double Zeta is very important if you want to know what can happen when Gundam goes bad and when they take everything good about Zeta or everything good about original Gundam and just throw it away and just Trey, say you don't, it's bad. You don't need Zeta's to talk about it if you don't want to. Yeah, and Double Zeta is not the only example of that. Uh, it, I'm just saying. Double O. Or uh, Seed Destiny. I can name a dozen bad Gundam I, I know, I'm just, I'm just saying, it's one of those things where like... It's one you personally hate. It's one I personally hate. Uh, okay. There's a lot I still need to get into. Uh, and I love watching bad Gundam series. <laughs> uh, I love watching them because of that specific reason. Yeah. <sighs> Okay, so, Trey, so uh, are you going first, or? Uh, well, I figured just have any have do we have any real things we want to say about the new season so far? Just in terms of the new, in terms of, like the big stuff or the smaller stuff that I'm assuming none of us really care about. Um, Alice and Zoroku is interesting. I just started Gabriel Dropout. Uh, I was I was told that I should like stick with it because I've heard that that's awful. Uh, the first episode was pretty very mediocre. Like it had it, about half of it I liked. Uh, from what I understand, it doesn't change much from that formula. I'm I, I'm always going to give something three episodes, and if it sure. starts to pull me back in by the third episode, I'll give it a fourth. But if not, I just drop it. Yeah. Then there's good series which. You need to give seven episodes before they get good. Hi, you... Haka. Uh, <laughs> and then there's series that you have to give uh, 30 episodes before they get good. Hunter, Hunter. <laughs> I, I can't commit that much time to try and like an anime. Hey, don't worry. It gets good after the first 20 hours. I can't. Ah, the Final Fantasy 13 excuse. 
<laughs> no, 13 was after the first 30 hours. It was like when you have five hours left oh, in the game, then it's okay. <laughs> anyway, um, I guess uh, Alice and Zoroku is just... I mainly like because of the old man in it. Because they have this crabby old Japanese man in it who works as a florist who meets chicks it meets little girls who exist in a alternate dimension of their own psychic creation called Wonderland and after a day of being chased through traffic by a girl who shoots anchors at people and a bow that can summon and an arrow that can summon anything he gets through it all and then when the main cause of the madness the girl calling herself Alice shows up he's like nope nope no uh none of this shit uh uh-uh. uh <laughs> you say can summon anything are there limits to that? Like, what do you uh, mean by anything? And goddamn it, Birdie, I said we weren't going to be talking about Persona. <laughs> <laughs> the limits appear to be their imagination and their amount of energy. So if they get too tired, too hungry, they run out. So they usually don't do stuff too big too often. Uh, summon an energy drink. Apparently that's never occurred to them. Although it did occur to one of the mages. She's like, you know what? I'm just going to summon a whole bunch of marmalade. You're just going to have a giant sugar rush for a few hours. Get the hell out of here. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's just that was my first thought. Summon cocaine. Eh. This show's going for a more friendly thing than some Damn shows it. of this type. It's not going. <laughs> it's not. It's not going the uh, Modica Magica route. <laughs> um i'm just i'm just sitting here imagining uh madoka just like doing line after line of cocaine yeah just they just get a new magical girl and her power instead of being like bubbles or gun it's cocaine yeah she are, and she shoots con- it out are, of are her are nose convinced she was not on drugs when she when the, they were saying stuff like why is that animal eating its own body oh uh, that's mescaline not cocaine <laughs> that They've got mescaline in their balls. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's why they have to purify their egg. Otherwise, they overdose on fucking LSD. Oh, no. <laughs> and then everything goes bad. Then all of a sudden, the Pringles man is eating himself. <laughs> yeah, but uh, the, the, the mustache turns so into a bear and mauls a person. Oh, my God. The action scenes are kind of interesting, albeit... It, conceived in that they're obviously going for a Alice in Wonderland levels of weirdness with the imagery, so I don't know how long they can keep that up. But might be good, might be not. Don't know. Um, Okay, so Attack on Titan. God, this really is a Shyamalan thing, isn't it? Oh, fucking absolutely, dude. Jesus Christ, I gave up on that. Why... Okay, Trey, uh, you haven't read the manga, have you? Uh, I've read, like, I read, like, I don't actually know how many chapters it was after the anime oh, see, stopped. You see, what I I'm read past, to- I read not quite to where they, I think I stopped a year ago. Do okay. you know the twist? So, Yes. Oh, so, you God. know, because like, that's what I mean. In both a positive and a negative sense, this thing is a Shyamalan thing because it comes with its own. Stu- the story always sucked. 
his character, this writer's characterization has always been kind of mishandled. It just, some characters work out better than others. It's just, the concept is interesting. It's visually gorgeous. The soundtrack works wonders, although this new opening just feels like they're doing the same thing over and over again. Oh, I've, that was my first thing. As soon as I, as, I, as soon as I started, I paused and I went in and I was like, I taught, I went and, uh, talked to the people in the, uh, mother's basement discord about it and like it is just s- slow it only gets good about 45 seconds into it which isn't right for an op like yeah. you sh- that's 45 not seconds that- sounds like that's half of that's half the way into an op yeah, yeah that's the ridiculous pro- the, i think the problem is that while they've kept the same band doing all three ops they won't let them do something else because the first, the, the second one, I don't like it as much as the first one, but it feels different enough and it keeps that energy enough that it feels like the same thing. This feels like it's just trying to do what the first one did again, just not as well. Yeah. Well, the thing with the second one is it changed its tone just enough because the tone of the actual anime changed. It's a different arc, you know. They're continuing. Yeah. They're doing something different. Yeah, like that first one, one was. The tone, like that first one was just like fucking big, just. Hard rock and shit. That second one, it almost sounded like a national anthem at the beginning of it. That's exactly yeah. what they were going for because it was the it was everyone uniting because they figured out, hey, we can strike back. Yeah. Hey guys, we're not fucked. Yeah. And in this one, it's like, let's just start out with everyone gearing up for an entire 45 seconds. And I'm like, okay, that's a strong visual if you use it for like 10 seconds. But this lineup of characters you're showing me is so bland and plain and the text is just there. Like, like the titles and the names, it's all just there. And I'm like, you're doing nothing to hold my attention. And the music's the, it doesn't change until the music kicks up. And when it kicks up, it's slightly disappointing. I don't know. Yeah. And I mean, okay. And this is what I meant when I said it Shyamalan's itself. Like, so far, from what I can tell from this, they're sticking pretty close to the manga, and the manga, it, it just feels like it has a whole bunch of ideas, and those ideas are interesting when you look at them, but they don't necessarily add up to anything, and that's my biggest problem with this whole series, is that based on where it ends up going, it doesn't add up to anything. Yeah, that's always the worst thing, when you're like, man, you've got a really cool fucking idea, but can you do something with it? It's like someone who goes, man, I have a really cool OC, and I want to write a story about him. Please don't steal. And it's like, okay, but what's the story? I don't know. He's, he's, I don't know, fuck, fuck you. That's the story. He, he can, he's got, his name's Ichigo, and he fights demons. And oh yeah, with dicks like super society. huge. I mean his sword. There's this, it's Soul Society, okay? Is he, does he have any qualities about him? I mean, he's got a big sword. His hair is red. Tell me, can you name one single quality aside from friendship, red hair, and a sword that Ichigo has? He yells a lot. That's not a quality. He has a mask, I think. I wouldn't call that a quality either. <laughs> he has no personality. 
but I totally get where you're coming from with the uh, ideas I mean, and not really characters or story. Well, I mean, it's it's not that uh, there are not um, characters in this. It's just that usually this writer is only interested in characterizing people outside of the main cast when he intends to kill them. Exactly, like you can and tell that gets from a mile tiring. away. Like the, my, the, my least favorite episode from season one was where they just stopped in the middle of a fight for 15 minutes to characterize four characters just to kill them. Can you <laughs> say The Walking Dead? Yeah, no, I've compared it to The Walking Dead before. I don't think it's quite as bad because yeah. it's not as slow-paced or morose most of the time. But yeah. it's it's got that same issue of Okay, you can't play that trick over and over again without audiences just ceasing to care. They pl- they played their hand on the first... They played their entire hand on the first season. In the first fucking, like, three episodes, they played their whole hand. Oh, yeah. And you're just, like, waiting for it to get to that emotional payout that, you know, you've they've given you before, and it's, like, not entirely there because it's doing the same thing again yep so i mean i i mean i can enjoy the visuals i like the image of the the beast titan and its weird like ape curiosity about the vertical gear and again all these are nice ideas but this writer I just wish he cared more about characterization to like to the point where when they get to the big twist and reveal it to everyone else, the entire series just looked kind of like, eh. What they should have done, what he should have done for this season was just make one, it, like, for, for the ending of it, was just, like, make one thing where out of nowhere, everyone gets rushed by Titans and all the humans are dead. <laughs> They lose. Just rocks fall, everyone dies. D- yep, everyone's dead. Well, I mean, that's not even all humans. That's just the humans we've been following. But yep. you, but you know what? I'm, I'm say, I said everyone gets rushed. Like yeah, but just, like, but again, that would have to avoid the twist that I was affr- that they took. And if I, I see know. no evidence that they're not going to go with the twist they went with with this. With the stupid mind-erasing Titan, or the World War II allegories, or the shot, or the or the actual legitimately straight-up bad Shyamalan twist of I it's mean, the village. Did you see the movies? <laughs> I I mean I'm not one for bad CG, particularly Japanese bad CG. So no, not really. I watched them because I knew they were bad. I had someone see them in Japan and they came back and said, you need to fucking watch this movie because it shits on everything that you enjoyed. Yeah. One thing so, I would well, like that they just kind of like, have, like fell by the wayside for all this other bullshit. Like what the fuck is hometown? <laughs> Remember that? Yeah. Cause they had this whole thing set up of where like, Basically, every single villain that they'd introduced was from hometown, and they were doing something trying to get this fucking coordinate back. And then it was like, fuck you. Because, like, Birdie was pretty on point. 
he's just got ideas and nowhere to go with them. Yeah, just it's like in the middle of writing something, he'll be like, oh, wait, I have a different idea. And then just immediately abandon that, but still send the manuscript for it. Yeah. yeah. And like, it's kind of a sign of why I want all of this, like visual directorial artistic stuff in this anime somewhere else. I don't know about you, dead man, but I kind of just want another season of Cabinary of the Iron Fortress at this point. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Because that's the exact same creative team that does this anime just without this writer because I it's got like some of the same problems it has some big big writing problems but I give a shit yeah and yeah it's it's better with characterization it's better with like having like this plot. crew of people like matter yeah well what you should do is stop if you really want to like make something la- like make something make someone care, characterize them initially when you meet them, not like five episodes later when Petra's about to fucking die. She's characterized two minutes before, and they're just like, "Oh, by the way, we're gonna get married. Oh, you're dead." Like that's stupid. <laughs> I haven't watched Cabinary. I've been meaning to. It's pretty so good. I can't. It's it's got it's so, like it's it's ma- it's female characters are problematic, but it's I like its main lead. I kind of like the villain, and that and actually that's kind of one big thing that I think this hat that Cabinary has that this doesn't have. It has an actual antagonist that you can likably hate. Because the problem I have with the setup now is that I don't give a shit about anybody. Like, not just in the fact that they're not characterized, and that, that I can't root for anyone. I can't root for the people inside the wall. I can't root for the people that started this war outside of the wall because they just want to commit genocide at this point. So who the fuck cares? I root for the horses. Uh, I w- they're just doing their job, man. At some point, I just want there to be like... I don't know. Fucking now, like if the Beast Titan was just to like Donkey Kong the fuck out and just start attacking humans, <laughs> it would be funny and random, and it would not fit the story that this thing is trying to tell. But I would be interested because I just want to see this this monkey Titan like yo-yo smaller Titans by like their spinal cord or something. I would... as stupid as that would be. Yeah, it, it just would be go- more entertaining. Just goes like full I fucking w- like Kung Pao enter the fist and just makes like Titan chucks. <laughs> exactly. Because uh, you can't, I can't take this seriously anymore because it's just draining if I try to take it seriously. So I just kind of have to get the fun out of the fight scenes that I can. And, and the animation. Isn't yeah, no, bad. again, the, they, put, uh, they I, put effort into it. This clearly, I mean, this looks even better than the first season, and the first season didn't have as many first uh, as many uh, animation glitches as I'm used to for a trial season. Yeah, for for one thing, uh, I really hope it looks like they're trying they're trying their hardest, but I hope they stretch their budget accordingly this time because I don't know you, if you, don't you want noticed them to pull an Ava. No, I don't know if you noticed at the uh, near the end of the first season, the last four episodes are terribly animated. Or not the Blu-rays, uh, not the Blu-rays. As it aired, it was shit. 
Like, well, that, I mean, really if it looked bad. good on the Blu-ray but not on TV, that means they probably downgraded what was airing visually. I I know. What so that's the, went so that's, on? That's not a problem with the way it's animated. That's a problem with the TV producers, and I can't really. And no, TV producers have fucked up animated. Before, I know so. went. I know what went wrong because there are side by sides. It okay. is it it is legitimately these characters stopped looking like characters and they looked the most generic thing ever. And in the Blu-rays, they had to go in and change all their faces back to how they were. Like, at first their faces were, like, actually, you know, different. Everyone looked different. And then suddenly Eren looked like the most generic anime boy out there. Because just, they were like, fuck, we can't afford to pay these people to put this much effort in. So we have to cut the time that they're working on it because our budget won't stretch long enough. Yeah, but again, it's not as bad as Ava. Oh, no, it's not as bad as Ava. <laughs> it's not. They fucking had to draw it with markers at the end and yeah. use it to a clip show. And it honestly, as, as, as mo- the, the animation glitches in the last four episodes of last season did bother me because I was so distracted by the stupid writing decision to shock reveal who the female Titan is. And then spend the next episode <laughs> discussing who the female Titan is. <laughs> because fucking nobody knew it. <laughs> yeah, it was like such a well-kept secret. <laughs> Through every conceivable aspect. Like, Oh, man. It was, it was bad. <laughs> the fact so, that they point I out would... her fighting style and then they're like, Hey, look, she's fighting exactly like Annie. Oh my Let's god! Let's just pretend that didn't happen. You mean the you mean the fucking Titan with short blonde hair who uses a kick based fighting style is Annie and hasn't yeah and has Annie's eyes yeah. as well. Oh my god! I am surprised. Yeah, and speaking of the writing problem, that and this is a problem both with the manga and the anime that. They apparently don't want to actually have that character actually be a character in that, you know, now that we know this interesting thing about you, maybe you could expand upon it. Nope. Freezer and Crystal. Yeah. Fuck you. Uh, well. Was that not a time the author went on hiatus? So he was like, we have to end this somehow without people like bitching so hard. That happened in the manga too. And it is. Yeah. yeah. That, no, that's what I'm saying. I think that's when the author went on hiatus in the manga. That's what I was under the impression of. No, uh, the manga had to be further ahead of where the anime was. Like I that, know. He went but, on hiatus in the manga and they just kept it in the anime because it was in the manga. Yeah, but but that well, that thing about the face being revealed in um the wall was not was was handled differently in the manga and now this anime has to backtrack through that stuff to show it again to show how it went in the manga so there's a whole lot of even ignoring how bad i think the writing for attack on titan is overall i just adaptation has made some things worse yeah i mean well i I was just pointing that out because it's like if if the say the berserk anime catches up to where the manga is right you're actually um, watching the Berserk anime, dude. I love Berserk. We'll get into that. Oh, later. oh god, oh god, it's it's hideous. No, no, I we love the get Berserk into, manga too. It's hideous. Get, I, I know we will get into that, uh, but oh. they are continuing the anime. 
I know. Regardless, so I'm saying, say it catches up. They're that not gonna. Just... They're not gonna cut the lengthy boat segment. <laughs> you know, even though that was a means for him to go on hiatus when he yep. wrote it, they're not gonna cut that because it's an important part of the story and it's an important part of the experience. So, if that's what happened in the manga, I'm just. Yeah, and I'm not disagreeing with that. I'm just saying it was a stupid decision. And as far as I can tell, in the anime and in the manga, they have never gone back to her character in any sort of meaningful way. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe maybe they can just pick her up and throw her, and that'll be the end of it. Just throw her into the sun. Or just the Beast Titan eats her like rock candy. Seriously, the Beast Titan is the only thing that's keeping me invested at this point. Until we get like until we go full kaiju and have the Titans fighting each other, I don't give a shit. What if they got everyone in town to just like lick her? Like a jawbreaker. How many licks does it take to get to the center of a fucking Tootsie Roll, Annie? No, how how many licks does it take to get to the center of a Titan roll? Just a one. Or a a Titan two, pop. A three. Ah fuck my teeth. Oh god, my teeth. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, fuck my Titan teeth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And just Aaron just bites so, into it, hands it back, Miss Annie's missing half of her. Other than Attack on Titan, did you guys check out the My Hero Academia premiere? Yes, I did. Yes. Still good. Still good. Still good. Still really good. It, so far, it doesn't have any of the stupid animation decisions they made with the first season, like the way they stretched out that fight between uh, the Nobu and... All Might and turned the animation budget to shit. <laughs> oh yeah, it was it was actually really strange to me. I think it's because they wasted a lot of their budget on everything that uh, on everything before with like the tests and stuff. Yep. So they were just like, oh shit, um, we'll just have them stand there and do nothing. And when they do do something. Make it make real quick camera cuts and pretend the camera's shaking so it looks like they're doing more than they actually are. Yeah, I just went back and watched those episodes with that uh, first test between Deku and Bakugo, and that shit looks real fucking good. Yeah, yeah, it looks amazing, and that's one of the things that hooked me, because I was like, wow, this animation is fucking fantastic. What is this show? So I watched it, and I was like, yep. This seems like one of those animus. Yeah, and they're keeping the weird texture in the background stuff that I, that really caught my eye in that first season. Yeah, well, they should. Yeah, well, that's like it. I, I know it is, but you never know. Things can change at any point. But yeah, I just, well, I like that. No, I like that aesthetic. It is something that kind of sets this show apart from other shows like it. No, I was about to say, that's like something I was sad about, like what happened in the first JoJo season. They had amazing stuff where they were like layering textures over instead of like, like textures under their color and everything, which looked fantastic. And then they just dropped that for the Stardust Crusaders and, and it looked significantly worse because of it. I got to finish Stardust Crusaders at some point. No, you don't. Okay, cool. I will now focus only on, fi- on finishing Diamond is Unbreakable. Yeah, all you gotta do to know with Stardust Crusaders is what happens. Uh, JoJo wins? Uh, yep, and Dio d- dies. And Again. And 
How long Joseph's that apparent Joseph's apparently not a vampire. I never would have guessed that. I, I never would have guessed that after seeing all those scenes of him in the sun. Yeah, it's, it's he's apparently not a vampire, even though he has Dio's blood. Eh, fuck it. He's hanging out with Octung Baby now. It's fine. Uh, yeah, sure. Whatever. Fuck I it. I guess. Yeah, fuck it. Also, Dio's blood should have killed him because he has hormone in his body. But whatever. Anywho. Uh, yeah, fuck that. Fuck it. Yeah, I mean, My Hero Academy is still good. I'm going to keep watching it. You really should, too. Assuming they keep the budget consistent oh, yeah. and they stick to what's good about the story. And oh, yeah. Maybe maybe they don't wait too long to get through the the sports tournament. I think that took too long in the manga. I like but, the reason uh, for the sports tournament. No, I do, too. It has some character stuff that's great. Oh yeah, absolutely. It fucking like I haven't read. I have not read the manga, so no spoilers, please. No, it, we're not. It I'm makes totally. Yeah, it it helps. It, it forms several of the characters, and it has a great image of Bakugo at the end. It Just, is my god. Well, not spoil that for you. It's is just, it? The, is it? The, is it the same level of of like? Like that done well as like the Naruto tournament arc, which is arguably the best part of Naruto. Which one? The no, the like the tune in uh, exam. Tune in exams. That is arguably the best uh, part of the original Naruto se- series. God, I cannot remember anything about fucking Naruto. It leaves no impact on me at all. It, the this is way better. F- the, okay. Well, I'm just saying, is it anywhere near? Because I really like the tune in exams. I'm they just were remembering great for every you... character like getting it their time in the spotlight. I'm just remembering what you said about Bleach, about Ichigo having no character in Bleach. That's all I think about Naruto. Uh, but Naruto has character. Sasuke is the one without character because he's literally a throw He has main character character, not real character. Are we talking Shippuden or original Naruto? Because original Naruto has Either. character. Shippuden has no character. It's, it's a big difference. I don't know. I always thought Naruto's character was kind of bland. It's, I, I always kind of gravitated that the big most of the big shonen series I didn't gravitate to as much. I, I I stick with One Piece for now because it's just so batshit insane that I'm enjoying it. But the That's only shonen like series Jackie that Guard. they're gonna fight a the cake sh- probably. Most likely that cake is so one the of the rulers of the world. I, the only shonen series I keep coming back to is Yu Yu Hakusho, which I'll talk about a little later. <laughs> If you're liking batshit crazy, why don't you watch Bo 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 I've watched episodes of that. It's it's fucking terrible. It's it seems like there's a difference. There's a difference between batshit insane and just lazy. And fucking like not writing. It's literally it is the lol so random. I know. Believe me, I know. But yeah, no, I just I'm enjoying my Hero Academia. It has more character than most shown stuff. Deku is a better character than Naruto ever was. But uh, I, I know I Bakugo was just, is. I was drawing in the. I was drawing. Bakugo is and Bakugo is a better rival than Sasuke ever was. No shit, because Sasuke is not a fucking rival. <laughs> Man, I could rant about Naruto for a long time, but let's not get into that can of worms. Instead, yeah. have either of you watched Dragon Maid? Yeah, I have. Yes. 
Good, good show. Good show. Yep. Good, strong ending today. Maybe they'll get back to it and other stuff. Although, they're trying to avoid some of the racier content with the anime adaptation, so maybe they won't include the dragon that looks like a child that just wants to have sex with the with the grown woman. Ew. Yeah, they probably won't do that. Probably not. Probably. I I will say this season there is a show I'm looking for. Like, there is a show I'm looking forward to now that I didn't know I was going to like until I went and watched it, and that's Okusama Gasetto Kaicho. It's it's real weird, but like each episode's four minutes long, so I just sat there and watched all of it, and I was like, I kind of want to see where this goes. And if you haven't seen it, it's hard to... I mean, have, do either of you know what it is? Nope. Um, well... <laughs> uh, imagine... Okay, so, fuck, how do I describe that? Uh, this one guy just wakes up one day, and suddenly there's a girl in his house, and that girl's like, hey, by the way, our parents know each other, and we have an arranged marriage, so yeah, we're married now. And he's like, yo, you're the, oh, school, you're the class president. Oh, my wife student council president? Yes. Okusama gets Okaicho. I just know it by that. I don't know the English, tra- I didn't know the English translation. If you had spoken it a little slower, I could have translated that, but you were just slurring. Sorry. Yeah, but um, I know what that is. I it doesn't look as bad as what I was expecting from the first cover with the preteen girl with a wedding dress on and an apron and nothing else. But uh, uh, it's funny because it's because each episode is four minutes long. You get some good like humor in there, and some of it cringe, some of it not. It's kind of it's. I mean, it's definitely sort of like always poking at, hey, hey, you think she's hot, right? But by the way, she's underage. So, yeah, no. And it jokes about that. Oh, yeah, that's man. not funny. No, it doesn't. It doesn't joke about that. It like it like that. It's just like, hey, if the, yeah, if the joke is just that she, if, if the joke is just that she's hot, but she's underage, that's not really a joke. That's just creepy. And, like, I've, I've gotten weird jokes like that. Like, Steins Gate, uh, you remember Dead Man in the first episode? They were ta- describing the trap character. Yeah. It's like, long, beautiful, flowing hair. Dude. Soft, white skin and loose lips. Dude. <laughs> no, uh, I'm not necessarily saying that that's the reason I find it funny and that I find that joke funny. I'm just saying the show is kind of tongue-in-cheek with itself again um, i would have to see it to get a sense of where it's the way the way you're describing it it just sounds kind of creepy but again i've i've described stuff badly before as well yeah so i know I, I started i started this with it's a little weird it's a little creepy um and i didn't know how to describe it because it's not something i would have watched if someone didn't just sit me down and say hey watch this it's it's actually pretty good. Well, when you so. say that it's four minutes long, it does kind of give like me a bit of think about it because if, because if, if this was like a standard length thing or even like a half length thing, then yeah. it could very easily linger on those jokes for way too long. But if they just keep it moving at like a four minute brisk pace. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's ten episodes that are four minutes long or something like that. So maybe okay, so it doesn't linger on any of the jokes long enough for them to be creepy. They just yeah. keep coming. So it's a four yeah, coma like anime. To... And those it's don't a... always those don't always suck. Like uh, the original um, manga for Maid Dragon is four coma, but that's yeah, it's it has a story or. It has a premise and character development, not necessarily a story, but yeah, it's it's like Luluco. Luluco's amazing because it's short. Well, that's just because it's fucking. Um, but what is what's that trigger. studio? Trigger. trigger. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes, that that is. But Luluco would not be as good if it was a ten episode, thirty minute series. Fair enough, but I'm just saying, uh, you could also say it probably wouldn't be as good if it wasn't Trigger. Definitely. Like if, But I, if I, it was if, the if same comic, jokes, same delivery and everything, but Trigger was not the studio that did it, I would still laugh at it, though. Okay. That's, but, uh, man, yeah. I do Again, want another but, season I mean, of Trigger can do no wrong. I mean, Trigger started Little Witch Academia... Fucking! A, how did that even happen? As, Magic it was a tax write-off. <laughs> Dude, it was literally a tax write-off, and it was a and it turned into something big because Little Witch has been a great season. That's yep. how Trigger do, motherfucker. They're just like, hey, we need to do something to make to yeah, like you said, tax write-off, and it turned out actually but like it did here's, super here's well. The, here's the way it works. The original OVA was created as part of a government sponsorship saying, hey, get new people in the animation business to do something mm. and we'll give you this money and we'll have it as a tax write-off. They produced the first OVA, for, which was about 30 minutes long for Little Witch Academia. Mm-hmm. A, second, a sequel was crowdfunded in days. Yeah, on uh, was it Kickstarter or Indiegogo? It was Kick, it, I think it was Indiegogo. And then... Okay. A few years, a few months later, they had a full t- television season. Yeah. So, no, it's it's a weird story in the anime, say, but it's Trigger. Okay, so it, it, was, it was it was Kickstarter. Yeah, it was Kickstarter. Oh, it was Kickstarter? Um, okay. Yeah, expanded extend the runtime to fifty minutes. Uh, it launched on July 9th and met its goal of one hundred fifty thousand dollars in five hours. <laughs> Fucking great! Finishing the campaign yeah. with over six hundred and twenty-five thousand. Holy shit. Yeah. That's but, uh, still not a lot. That's actually not a lot of money for what they pulled off. But they're magicians, so... Yeah, again, that's motherfucking Trigger. Because do you know how much it costs to make a single Bleach episode by the end of it? Who the fuck cares? That's Bleach. It was like $1.8 million an episode. Huh. A fucking terrible animation. Yeah, but I'm assuming that the Kickstarter thing was just to fill in holes in funding so that they had enough to do that. It might not have been entirely funded through Kickstarter. Probably. It yeah, probably it, was, it was probably also like a kind of like gauging interest. Well, I was going to say it's like or it, a lot of it, I, it seemed like it was just a passion project, you know, like uh, like um, fucking Inferno Cop and. Even Luluco was just a passion project. It was three. Pe- it was three people working on it. Yeah, or in between whatever time, the f- whatever the fuck Ninja Slayer from animation was. 
Yeah. That motherfucker is a piece of anime classic genius. They were just like at lunch, just writing it and drawing it while they were eating lunch because it made them more productive. But we Ninja Slayer is based off off a novel series. I know. I've looked at it. But, um, fuck, what else is there anime-wise to talk about this season? Uh, I watched an episode of some weird anime where a full-grown man that looks like a preteen boy is the teacher for four princes of a German kingdom who all hate him for different reasons, and he thus must outsmart them. Oh, right, that fucking thing. It's not that bad so far, mainly because of the main teacher character in that he is deadpan personified. And that in order to get a one of the princes to take a test, he steals his diary and then rolls under the couch and starts reading it out loud where the prince can't reach him. Uh, okay. <laughs> that sounds like a thing. Sorry, I freaked out for a second because I just found out they have another, uh, another se- like spinoff series for Don Machi. But continue. Yeah, that'll probably be good. I hope based, so. Based on, based on the manga, because the point of the of the spinoff series is that it's told from the perspective of the deadpan uh, yeah, swordsman. And apparently, based on the manga I've read from her perspective, she's a dumbass. <laughs> I, that's great. I'm gonna love it. I loved the original. Se- uh, the original. I don't know what to like, call that. Series like, or season? Because it leaves season. off like it could. Okay, they have. They no, might not do confirmed. another season. I don't know, but they, like this spinoff might encourage them to do more. I don't know. This but, person uh, writes at the speed of the the guy that writes uh, ReZero, so it's gonna be really slow. Probably doesn't kill people as much as ReZero's writer, but. <laughs> <laughs> What if it did though? Some, what if that series just all of a sudden just went that's just what, fucking re-zeroed super hard? But but re-zero is okay to do that because like they have to keep reminding you, hey, yeah, he's got this power. It's not just a meaningless thing that was thrown in there. He yeah, is a they, whack-a-mole in the game of life with a giant spiked hammer covered in uh, meat tenderizer, just constantly bashing him in the head. Yeah, and he just has to learn to come out of a different hole. <laughs> yeah, one of the holes that will give everyone around him amnesia, or one of the holes that will gut him like a fish, or, or one of the holes or, where he just gets eaten by dogs. One of the or, holes where he white knights, and instead of killing himself immediately and redoing that, he allows himself to checkpoint. Like those happen idiot. occasionally, and uh-huh. usually once he gets past the checkpoint, he just dies again anyway. Yeah, like dark, except, except the Dark Souls of anime. Yeah, but the one thing you want him to be able to do over, he can't do over because he got knocked out and checkpointed. And it's so fucking good. It's yeah. so good. I no, again, you don't. Uh, again, if they had to do that over again, it would honestly ruin some of the legitimate character development there. It so would. I, it I'm would. Glad. No, I don't want them to. I, if they had redid that again, then it's like well, so. There's no pun. There's no like consequences to anything this guy does. You know. Yeah. Yeah. It's they like they no did a actual. They did a really good job of having a show where the main conceit is death doesn't really matter, making pretty much everything matter. Yeah. yeah. Death doesn't matter. But, so it's the exact opposite of Attack on Titan. 
It's the exact <laughs> opposite of Sword Art Online. Well, in that, nothing matters. So it, That's what I'm saying. Okay. And the, Yeah, nothing matters. Even in that, death doesn't even matter when death was the only thing that was supposed to matter. <laughs> even when you yeah. give death a gun, death doesn't matter. <laughs> Fucking don't go there, please. So, hey, coming soon. Please. No, we're not doing a let's watch of it. To, to quote my friend Cora, you know, versus guns that shoot kittens and rainbows. Yeah, yeah, like, it's a very redundant name, and that's why my friend had Death Gun as his icon for, like, three months. And I'll say this. Because it was stupid. That name, I feel, makes more sense than any other fucking name on there. Like, unless some motherfucker comes up named fucking XX Naruto Fan 420 But I think it's... I think it would be hilarious if it if people read it as Desu Gun. I just think it would be funny because, like, it's pronounced that way, and it just yeah. makes no sense. But uh, well, would be, I, I, that would be funny because instead of what it literally, if you if you're just saying, oh, it sounds like you're saying Death Gun instead of Death Gun. Yeah, it basically you're, you're basically just saying it's a gun. Yeah, exactly. His name is It's a Gun. Yeah, it's like Death Note. I've like I wanted to me and Dead were writing a parody for a little bit, then it just never took off. Yeah, we just kind of uh, like eh, called, yeah. called Death Note. So, it's a Death note. Note Aborigi. Yeah, it's a note. <laughs> it's an abridged <laughs> note. Anyway, um yeah, I guess the only other anime thing I'd like to talk about, uh, this was something I meant to talk about from last season, but never got around to, but I watched the whole thing. Um, interviews with Monster Girls, or uh, Jimmy-chan Wakatari Tai, I think is the Japanese title. I've been um, wanting to watch it, but nobody has told me whether it's yeah. good or not, so it's, I haven't had anyone push me over. Okay, if, if you look at the cover, I was expecting something a little creepy. It but, looked a little bland, and yes, yeah. the the my anime list picture does not do it justice. Yeah, but basically, they have a a back and forth of dialogue that I have to give an anime credit for because I'm so used to anime not doing it. Uh, a teacher asks, "What would you do if one of your high one of your high school students confessed their love to you?" To which the male teacher says, uh, "They're just my students, and they're teenagers. I could never return their feelings. I just see them as students." So I was just like, clap, clap, clap. <laughs> yeah, that's, whole, I hope that's a clapping sound. That's why I didn't make yes, the noise yeah, myself. I, I was trying to do was, the soft. Golf it's not clap. nearly as if if my hands had been wet, then the it would have been the other noise. Yeah, but um, yeah. So the whole point of it is that uh, the main character Takahashi is a teacher at a high school who teaches biology, and he keeps hearing all about all of these uh, uh, half-human people that exist. Demi he's humans. never actually seen one. Yeah, demi-humans. And he's never actually seen one until in the course of about a day he discovers that the new teacher and three students in one of his classes are all demi-humans. Yeah. And then so, the science know, kicks in. Yeah. Well, that's the weird part. He then... Okay, one's a vampire, one's a Dullahan. Do you know what that is off the top of your head? Oh, yeah. No I'm, pun intended. I, 
Yes, I I do know. Yeah. Okay, A, Badum Tish, B, fuck you. And B, and B, I... And C, you I, mean? I love... B, watch, I'm... No, B, shut up, I'm pretending your B didn't count. Uh, <laughs> B, I love Monmusu, so I am very, very uh, knowledgeable about Monster Girls. Okay. Uh, one's a snow woman, and the other's a succubus. I never thought anyone would be able to do anything interesting with a snow woman. Yeah. Because, like, the whole... Okay, so, and then after that, what they basically go into is how these mostly normal girls are biologically affected by their natures. Now, again, it's a little weird to do biology with a character whose head is literally detached from her body at all times, and she has to carry around on her front, like, at a... a you know those things moms have babies in on their fronts or on their backs? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, she has that wrapped around her head as she walks through school, because otherwise she can't carry her books. <laughs> well, there's no thing of, like, her, like, skipping down the thing with, like, a... Like, one of those weird, like, leather book strap things, but around her face? They actually do... They do a version of that at one point, when she has to carry a bunch of books, or when she has to, like, exercise and not lose track of her head. Is there Although a point... they do say she is... Is there a point where, just, where she has to run over her house because she's late for school, and instead of holding a piece of toaster mouth, she's holding her head? No, that's never happened. Although she has, um... Wandered out of the bath, gotten dressed, and forgotten her head in the bath before. Oh no! <laughs> but you know, and she does have to. And she also makes it a new a, because of that. She has to make it a rule to never cross a running water because if she ever crosses a stream and drops her head, she's fucked. <laughs> so you were saying something about anime school, Ted? When are we going to see the trope? Where someone wakes up in the morning, grabs a piece of toast, and goes, Oh, I'm perfectly on time for anime school. And then they just walk to school. And it's fine. End of story. They don't meet anyone interesting along the way. Oh, never. We will never do that until I get to write an anime. And they never, they don't like bump into a pretty girl and accidentally kiss them or like see their panties and then get slapped or ki- drop kicked. Yeah, or that, whatever the hell happens in anime. Yeah, yeah that will never happen Actually, until my fucking anime about the background character in every anime gets gets a fucking green light. Did you did you mean fucking Watamote? And I did not. That's, I meant. I meant like just some, just the most like fucking generic ass Japanese person you ever seen, just walking through a city where nine thousand different anime are happening. Oh, One Punch Man. I don't know. Yeah, just, 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 think just he wakes up and goes like to school, and then he's going to school. Like there's a fucking superhero fight going off on one side. There's an alien invasion on the other. Somebody's like fucking an alley next to him, and he's just like on his phone, not even paying attention to any of it. And. And that's the anime. He's just like, God yeah, damn a- these fucking mecha! They crushed my bus. How am I going to get to school? Yeah, exactly. Just everyday problems of somebody who lives in an anime. Oh, there's so much, <laughs> and he just slips in blood on the street and gets up and has to like walk back, get changed again. Uh-huh. Anyway, um. The thing that I thought I would hate that ended up being the thing I kind of like the most about this is the rom-com elements because the only re- the only relationship they pursue is between the two teachers, one of whom is a succubus. And 
The reason that that's not cliched as fuck is that by the nature of succubi in this universe, they can't touch anyone without arousing sexual desires. So she basically has to act as unsexy as possible all the time. To where she basically goes to school with big Coke bottle glasses, sweats, and her hair tied up in an ugly ponytail. And she has to literally live out miles from anywhere because she can't sleep within miles of anyone without triggering sexy times. Yeah. Naturally. Yeah. And so the rom-com elements come in when the teacher who knows that she's a succubus and has learned what the nature of succubus is touches her, is impacted by her nature, but knows that would be rude to be attracted to her just because I touched her, so he just acts calm and plays it off. But she then thinks at the top that something must be special about this guy to not react at all. So at first she just thinks he's gay, but uh, <laughs> eventually eventually someone points out to him What that, are you, gay? <laughs> yeah, he's, he's forming a relationship with his figure skating coach. Don't worry about it. No. <laughs> hey, you don't like Yuri on Ice. I don't like you for not liking Yuri no, on Ice. No, I like Yuri on Ice. From what I understand, a lot of people like Yuri on Ice, but also admit, what the fuck were you thinking? There, there, th- there are certain points, yes. That show is but, fine. Um, it is like just canonic. No, just canonically, Dead Man hates it. That's that's canon. That's written in canon now. I'm gonna fuck you. I write canon. The rest of his life. You write canon. Yeah, write I write canon. this canon shit, motherfucker. Right here's in canon. Okay. You hate Yuri on Ice. Fuck you. <laughs> so anyway, the, the on Ice sucks. What are you talking about? The latter half of the series is interesting because the eventually the succubus figures out that she would like to try to have a relationship with this man. And the weird part is that her this police officer who mainly deals with uh human cases occasionally checks on her to make sure she's not causing trouble because most of the time succubus that just do whatever the fuck they want tend to cause trouble in an urban society. So so does anybody who kind of does whatever the fuck they want. Yeah, I don't know. If yeah, that's... but you can see why a succubus would be more a specific problem. Yeah, I would. I can also see why like something like a Gorgon would do that too. Yeah, but uh, this police officer's like, you know, I, I, I've talked to him long enough. I don't think he's gay, so he probably is attracted to you. He's just being polite, you know, not like most anime leads. He's so in this for science. Yeah, his dick comes later. But I'm Tish. <laughs> yeah. Also, fuck and me. It, it, the, the funniest parts of the later no, episodes is just it. watching her try to sexually appeal to him and him just doing everything in his power to be as polite as possible because he does not want to come off like a perv. Touch my boobs. That's not so professional to say there. It's like, look at my ass. Oh, no, thank you. Perhaps later. Yeah. Is it out? Is it out in the barn by the other mules? <laughs> yeah. So of course, uh, that's all funny, and I don't know if I've ever encountered this. Where uh, this feels like it could have been a male-centered uh, harem series, given the way these the all the girls are characterized. Yes, but they give legitimate reasons why you would think each of these 
women would be attracted to him to the point where two women at school just have this extended conversation about this guy's ridiculous bod. <laughs> yeah. And uh, when they do the swimsuit episode where they have the episode, the bit where he's embarrassed by her swimsuit because he's just trying desperately not to have a hard on. And she's trying desperately not to, and when he takes off his shirt and puts on the swimsuit, she's trying desperately not to just throw, throw herself at him right then and there. Yeah. Which is funny because she kind of does the... She has to cover her mouth to avoid just screaming sexy noises. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> just, just, nobody's gone, to watch. just nobody's gone in the pool all day, but the deck's already incredibly wet and slippery. Oh. Can we not? <laughs> so, yeah, it's It was it's right a lot there, Trey. I, God damn it. <laughs> Uh, like Trey, how long have you known Dead Man? I've known him for a, over over a year, going on a year and a half to, or so. Huh. No, it's been like yeah, it's, a, it's been like at least two years, hasn't it? Has it been two years? Some like that. Whatever. Fuck it. I don't know. Oh wow. Yeah, it totally has been two years. I think Holy we're coming sh- up. I think we're coming up on three Dead Man. Yeah, I think so. Uh, speaking of coming in Succubi. <laughs> I was just going to uh, say, uh, I think this is probably one of those series that didn't get much attention last season that I think was pretty good. So uh, might be worth checking out. Yeah, I heard about it. It's just the poster in yeah, the description. Yeah, no, I agree. The description even makes, makes it like, what? what? Yeah, like, this, this is a series that someone else needs to fucking drop on the grenade for. Yeah, um... Because it did seem really creepy. I didn't like the picture of him standing there all happy in front yeah, of no, three I little teenage it. girls, and I read mm-hmm. the description, and I'm like... No, it's it's more like kind of a heartfelt, uh, he's helping these characters with problems they're interacting with normal humans thrive in a normal society. Yeah. Okay, well that sounds, that sounds better than my original impression was going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, anything else anyone's watched um been rewatching you hockey show uh fuck <laughs> <laughs> fuck that anime good it's a good yeah i haven't seen it in like four or five years but i still like it yeah the first season um is better as a character piece than the second season because the second season it goes so far into dark tournament stuff it mostly is just fight scenes but it does have more character than most shonen stuff even when it does the tournament stuff mm-hmm. and I like that unlike most shonen leads Yusuke actually develops as a character oh yeah and he fuck like he changes like completely yeah. like Naruto is not a different person from who he is at the beginning other than he's more powerful and more. That is completely wrong, yeah. and I will fight you on that, but <laughs> continue. But Yusuke is most definitely not the same character he is in the first episode yes. when he's punching people, acting like a dumbass, hurting everyone around him to the point where uh, he's not even, he's honestly shocked that anyone cares he died. Yeah. And uh, I've always liked his supporting cast. Uh, Kuobara might be one of my favorite like comic relief side characters in anime, despite the 
might be one of the strangest dub decisions I've ever heard. But the best dub decision... <laughs> Come on, you're a messy! <laughs> you're a messy! I've got a laser sword! So is he a, so is he a 47-year-old two-pack-a-day smoker who's still in high school? Yeah. Basically. Have you never seen Yu Yu Hakusho? I've read it. Okay, okay well, it's a, you should watch it because, well, I agree that that manga is has what good character design and a good story. The, the drawing kind of sucks. Oh, kind of nothing. That uh, is. Did you mean, did you mean Jojo's Bizarre Adventure? <laughs> <laughs> the fucking art. I've got the, all the Jojoniums here and no, the fucking but, art like, is shit. But like, like the artist for you, Hakusho is also the same artist who did the manga for Hunter x Hunter. And that oh. one's, that one's even worse. Yeah. Ew. <laughs> At least Yu Yu Hakusho looked done most of the time. Okay, Yu Yu Hakusho looks way better than Hunter x Hunter. Way yeah. better. I wouldn't disagree with that. I'm just, I am just saying. I think it's uh, it holds up better than a lot of shonen stuff, including Naruto. In particular, it it actually concludes properly, unlike Bleach. And uh, yeah. I thought you were going to defend Bleach for a second. That would have been funny. no, no. I was going to say uh, that's yeah. Bleach is fucking shit. Like they, t- oh. Oh. just hey, bad guy's it's dead. Well, let's jump ahead like, like twelve years. Fuck it. No, no, no. The way Bleach ends is okay. So we're about to fight the bad guy. Oh, he's dead in two seconds. We're done. I'm. I'm Ichigo Kurosaki, and this was my friend Rukia, and you just watched Bleach. No. Good night, no, everybody. Seriously, like, I, I had this discussion with Deadman when both uh, the original Naruto manga and the Bleach manga ended. Bleach ended, like, pissing itself, making gurgling noises while drunk, and everyone yelling, get off the set. No, but, and then no, when, when Naruto ended, ended everyone was like, why are you still here? No, Bleach ended by drinking Bleach. It bathed in bleach, motherfucker. I, it, I just it drank the bleach by the half. It drank bleach. Start, started drinking bleach by the halfway point. It just ended by diving into it. But uh, I this is the point where uh, I admit I watched every single episode of Bleach, and I enjoyed about three hundred and sixty of them. How many of them were there? Even the filler. Uh, There's three hundred seventy-six. Yeah. <laughs> I might have made a wrong decision, Bertie. No, I, d- I never said they were good. It's something <laughs> that I always put on for background noise when I played video games most of the time. But, um... And that's kind of weird considering they were... I was watching them in Japanese and I don't speak Japanese. Just, I just need noise. I Yeah. I, well, it's literally just like, here's a fight. And I'm like, oh, hey, look, a fight. And I look at it, I'm like, oh, that was cool. And then I go back to playing my game. But anyway, my whole point of this was just Yu Yu Hakusho holds up a lot better than the thing that kind of prevented it from becoming more popular, DBZ. And I, I much prefer Yu Yu Hakusho to DBZ. I'm sorry. Well, it's just, no, I, I get that. I can totally yeah. get that. Yeah, that's fine. No one's arguing with you. Yep, nobody cares enough about this thing to send us hate mail. But if you did, please send it care of Birdie. I... I I only say it because I have a friend 
who Please still send- thinks that the original on TV in the 90s version is better than Dragon Ball Super. He hates the this, these versions that cut out all the waiting. If you have hate mail, please send it to uh, Mother's Basement uh, <laughs> at gmail.com. Or, yeah, weeklyweebcast at gmail.com. One of those two. They both work. Yeah. Uh, other than that, um, I did read a series that I think you might have talked about, Dead Man, uh, Magic Chef of Ice and Fire. I've never even heard of that. <laughs> okay, well, never mind then. <laughs> Balls um, exposed. Yeah, that's happened before. Um, so this is a Chinese series, like not just about China, but it's like written as an anime, as a manga, but by Chinese people. So I guess it's a manhua. Get that, sh- get yeah. that shit out of here. Oh, sorry, a manhua yeah. because manhua <laughs> is Korean. <laughs> yeah. No, actually, I looked. Uh, I think it's actually just M A N U A, not H. So it's manhua. But, um... It's Manua. Hey. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you got that new fucking Manua in? Yeah. You got that Manua for me? So, the main reason I like this series, so far at least, is that the the main character is a guy who is both a brilliant mage and wants to be a chef. And he's a brilliant chef, but he because he's a brilliant mage, no one wants to hire him as a chef. So he keeps having to hide either his magic abilities or his chef or his culinary skills to get jobs in either field. So is there like beef between mages and chefs? No, people just would rather have a mage than a chef. Yeah. Well, from the, from a magic, magic is considered a much more um, upper, upper crust profession than a chef. It's like it's like you have a passion for working at McDonald's, but you're also you also have a doctorate in like some kind of science. And people are like, "Well, we'll hire you to 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 do this thing with because you got a degree." And you're like, "No, but I really like working at McDonald's." So he's always overqualified for any chef jobs to come up. Kind of to the point where the chef gets genuinely annoyed that he keeps guessing how his secret recipes are made just by looking at him. Damn you, Sherlock Holmes. And then he challenges him to a shokugeki. <laughs> <laughs> it hasn't gotten quite that ridiculous yet. It's got points. The main thing that I just take away from this is that this main character, in order to get what he wants in this city, keeps having to interact with people, and he just gets annoyed that they keep dragging him into their drama. Just, I want to just fucking make some fucking aubergine, and these motherfuckers keep bringing me into this bullshit. Yeah, like, for example, uh, the restaurant he's interning at so he can improve as a chef. Uh, the One of the three daughters of the mayor uh, works as a, as a hostess there and keeps dragging him into her bullshit. And her code name in town is Lady Madness. <laughs> okay, I like that. I like that. I'm going to steal it. I'm going to make that an FF14 character. <laughs> Call it Lady Madness. It's just going to be there just to... No. She's like... She's like uh, brash, mean, violent, and kind of dumb. So... Kind, you, you know the type of... 
You know the kind of character I'm talking about based on that description. I, I, I do. Yeah. If you're if it's a trope kind of thing. Yeah. Uh and and to become a mage in town he has to join the mage guild and one of the and this girl's sister, Lady Intellect is one of the mages there and she keeps trying to learn more from him cuz while she knows more spells, he's a better mage, so she's trying to learn from him, but one of the other mages in there takes that and says, hey, get away from my woman, bro. He's like, God. It's like, dude, I don't want her. Leave me out of this. <laughs> I'm here to make a souffle. Just fuck off. He's like, dude, I'm just making scrambled eggs. I'm just like, leaving Yo, alone. you want some mac and cheese? I can hook you up. I got hamburger helper in the <laughs> on the stove right now. Yeah. Shake and bake, baby. And- as part of going to a birthday party to make Lady Madness's guy she has a crush on jealous, he meets the third sister, who's curious why he's hiding all this stuff about him, and has now said, I'm going to figure out everything about you in a month, or I will, and if I don't, you'll be forced to marry me. It's like, uh, How does that work? How can she force him to... What? It's like this, eldest heads I win, tails you lose. Eldest daughter of the governor. Okay, I was gonna say you can't just I can't just walk up to some woman on the street and be like, "Hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna like guess the number you're thinking in your head, and if I do, and if I yeah. don't, you have to marry me." Yeah. Then clearly you are to, not set up to run a YouTube prank channel. Yeah. Fuck. And also, <laughs> dead man. To add to the um, annoyances this guy has to deal with uh, when he's brought in between Lady Madness and the guy. Uh, who she has a crush on, but what's nothing to do with her. It turns out it's because he's gay. <laughs> There's a, there seems to be a trend with the anime you're watching recently. Yeah, just gay is on a big upswing in anime lately. What's what's with the secret gay? Was it you or Cora uh, who watched Love Stage? That was Cora. <laughs> Cora watched Love Stage. I'm familiar with it, but I've never watched it. Oh, man. So this stay tuned for British retrospective of Super Lovers. This is also when I reveal I watched Dramatical Murder, and I wanted to kill... I wanted to dramatically murder myself whenever <laughs> I did. Yeah. But it just amuses me that the this guy is technically getting everything he wants. He's like, he's getting a job as a chef in this high-class restaurant. He's a, he's a respected up-and-coming mage in the guild. He's hanging with high society so he can learn more information that he needs to progress his own goals. But he has to deal with so much melodramatic bullshit that he wants nothing to do with. He's like, seriously, I don't give a shit. I, I honestly am just trying to better it's myself sort of like, as a um, person. Yeah, it's sort of like in Mass Effect if you have to like do certain conversation trees to get certain items, but then you're stuck acting out those conversation trees beyond the point, and you just don't give a shit. <laughs> just look, I don't yep. give a fuck. Garrus is finishing his calibration soon. I need to I, fucking go. Let's wrap this shit up. It's like, it's like you. It's like when you accept a quest in some things, and that sometimes they tell you the reward before you're done with the quest. You're like, okay, I'll accept that. And it's like, okay, I really don't care what you're saying. I'm just going to skip through it because I know you're going to give me 5,000 gold after this and I need that. So. So, yeah, literally this guy is trying to do everything he can to have no baggage with all the stuff he's trying to succeed to do to succeed. 
And everything he does to succeed also unfortunately gives him ridiculous baggage that he doesn't want to fucking deal with. <laughs> it sounds Which I all find right. kind of amusing. Oh, you need to borrow a cup of sugar? Here's the weight of the world for your shoulders. What do you mean I have to marry your daughter? I am just chopping wood. <laughs> I was... It, I, I was just asking what the t- what time it was. I didn't need your backstory, and I didn't need you to ask me to go like find your long lost love for you. I'm just, I'm just here, man. Lady, Is I don't it- give a fuck who's trying to assassinate the governor. I just wanted some butter. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I don't know. I just, I just, I just kind of like the idea of a intelligent, um, like, uh, what's the term, um. Not forward-thinking, uh, motivated protagonist who, as part of achieving what he's motivated to do, he has to deal with a whole bunch of bullshit that he wants nothing to do with. I just kind of like that idea. No, it seems really good. It's just fun. To, <laughs> it's it's just fun to think about and like. Yeah, know. like the mo- like the moment he figures out why uh, the guy that Lady Madness is interested in him doesn't return those affections is just like. Oh, fuck, that can't be it, can it? No, come on, I can't be that unlucky. <laughs> just, just, hey, look, uh, fucking, like, you weird Shoggoth creature who's here to destroy the world. I gotta find out if this guy's gay or not. Just please. Please. I've had a Hold week. Hold on. Yeah. <laughs> like, in his head, it's just, like, running through all these just people venting to him and people asking him to do shit and he's standing there with like a notepad in his hands and a pencil and he's like and someone's like sir sir i just i just need fries with that are you okay and he's just like sorry nom flashbacks <laughs> just like just like every time somebody or, starts talking to him he just like stares up into the distance and a dog starts like tugging on his pant leg yeah, he's got yeah that. or like or like some guy says hey come on i need you to help me cook this you mean you just want me to cook you don't want him to tell me your horrific backstory or what you need me to do in town? No, why would I want to do that? Oh, thank God, thank you. Yeah, I mean, like, I'm low <laughs> on chives for this recipe we need, but I can probably make do. <laughs> can you pass the salt? And you do, and as soon as you touch it, it's like... You wake up and re-zero. Willie, old man Willie used to pass the salt like this to me. Let me tell you about him and about the thousand-year journey that he had to take. And I was like, oh, god damn it. Yep, just as you are bringing it over, you just immediately drop it and jump out the nearest window. <laughs> yeah. Just fuck you, bitch. He's got that look in his eye. Yeah. Also, the, wants- for, the, for the most part, he doesn't really want to get involved with women because his, uh, the, his chef teacher... Well, no, uh, his <laughs> chef teacher uh, got, tried to get involved with a woman who challenged him to a cook-off, and... In this particular Shokugeki, when he lost, he had to stab his own hands. What? <laughs> you have to commit seppuku if you lose. Oh man! Like, did he have to use his own like cooking that, knives like, for that, or yes. did like he have or did, like have like separate yeah, his stabbing own knives. knives? No, his own cooking knives. Oh, <laughs> that's just like fucking rubbing salt in that shit. No, no. He probably was required to rub salt in it after, like, quite literally. Yeah, it's, oh, I, I coated my blades in iodine. Let's fucking do this. <laughs> so, yeah, this was kind of a weird, fun surprise. It sounds cool. And I just, I just kind of, I just, I never thought how much I would love the idea of a character 
who has to do all this other stuff to achieve his goals, and the more he has to deal with, the more it frustrates him. <laughs> you mean, like, real life? <laughs> Basically, yeah. But in a world with people with ice and fire magic powers. I have a serious kind uh, yeah, like, like that. Like I'm playing Skyrim. Eh, yeah. But, uh, so yeah, that's it for me. Okay, well, I guess following on that train, like I said, I have a series kind of like that. Uh, it's called uh, Yusha Gashinda, or The Hero is Dead. Well, spoilers. Darn it. The hero's dead. Yeah, so it's in a fantasy world. Uh, there was this legendary hero. He had a holy blade, whatever. There was a gate open to hell, and he sealed it three years ago. And since then, he has been like kind of going around the world doing, you know, savior shit, being a hero and whatever. And everybody loves him except this one guy uh, named Toka. He's a radish farmer with an, who has an obsession with uh, knee-high socks and juicy thighs. Like me. Yeah, he also has an obsession with traps. Specifically, pit traps. Uh, like he me. Ha- yeah, he sets them up fucking so like everywhere. Fred he- from... Are we talking like Fred from uh, Mystery Incorporated? Oh, yeah. Like he, me. He is like fucking... If there, were, if there were magazine subscriptions, he would have a subscription to Traps Illustrated. Or to, it, I think it was actually called Fresh Hot Traps. No, it, no, it was Traps no. Illustrated. It's like Traps Illustrated swimsuit edition. It's like nobody they read for the articles. Okay, I th- okay. I thought it was a little more lewd sounding than that. No, they they were very specifically doing a Sports Illustrated thing. Okay, I think there was like a bear trap in a bikini. <laughs> God, that show was good. Uh, did you see the ending? Fuck yeah, dude. Well, that's a fucking du- like fucking Fuck. I don't mean to talk about Scooby-Doo on an anime podcast Fuck but Young like, Justice season 3 Scooby-Doo Mystery Incorporated th- season 3 motherfuckers but like they all die <laughs> and yeah, lose yeah, yeah. from fucking Cthulhu Shoggoth motherfucking voiced by Udo Kier and it's like wait they lost yep what's happened they're in a new dimension their old dimension is dead. They lost. No, 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 no. They Woo-hoo. won. No, no, they won. It was uh, like they they got rid of the evil. So then the evil never existed and retroactively changed their reality. From what I remember, they were in a different reality because the scientist was like, "Hey, yeah, I had this machine, and I know you guys are from a different reality." I no, no, it is it is a different there. reality, but it's just it's not. It it is a reality where evil never existed. Yeah, it's weird. But still. Anyway, so they all die. The hero was dead. Yes, there. Yeah, Toka. He has these traps. Loves traps. Setting up traps all the time. And he tries to. And a demon attacks his town. He tries to like use a pit trap. And he's like, "Hey, I'm gonna cook this pork and then like wave it over at you. You'll, you'll fucking run over and fall in this trap and die." And the demon's like, "Ah, oh, fuck! I hate, I hate pork." So the hero comes along, straight murders the demon. I was like, "Oh, pork! I love pork!" And then immediately falls in the trap and dies. Like me and Skyrim. Yeah, so then the next day, he wa- uh, Toko wakes up, and he is the hero. A necromancer who was traveling with the hero uh, made a promise with him that should he die, the person who kills him will then become him and finish his quest to save the world. That sound, that's fucking shitty. That's like an STD. Yeah, and so Toka doesn't want to do this, and he also can't do this because he is incredibly weak. Like they have a like what? they have like a mana leveling system in this, uh, 
and he, his mana level is one. What if some 80-year-old man, like, accidentally poisons him? Then his soul will be transferred into the body of a 25-year-old. Oh, okay. I, you, I didn't know there was a soul transfer. Yeah, like, like, like I said, on. he wakes up as the hero. Like, he wakes up in the hero's body, but it's the hero's corpse. And because, his, and because his, like, um, mana level is so low, he can't keep the body from deteriorating. Okay. And so he keeps like it's like he, he 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 keeps getting like hit in the face and like his eye flies out. Uh, he'll constantly wake up and then see that birds have eaten what what little remained of his body to the point that he's just a fucking skeleton in, a, in like a hero costume. Yeah. The series was pretty good at the start. It was like this really. It was like a nice little. It it was it's a it's basically a gag series. Yeah. It, is it like what kind of gags? Is it like uh, are we talking Konosuba? Uh, not quite as good. Yeah, okay. Like, um, they, like, kind of one of the running gags is uh, just how shitty the main character is, and also his, like, love of thighs and radishes, because radishes kind of look like thighs, you put a sock on them. <laughs> okay, that's great. Yeah, that's like, actually pretty good. Like, like, the first time we see him, he, like, <laughs> but the first time we see him, we see, like, the silhouette of what looks like a fucking holy weapon. It's like, oh, man, this thing's great. Look, look at all the divine power. It pulls it out of the ground, just a giant rash. He puts a sock on it. <laughs> and then a childhood friend comes along and is like, are oh, you fucking pervert? What the fuck are you doing? Like, hey, mom, everybody's doing this. And then you just see two old guys walking by with radishes that have socks on them, just kind of hidden in, hidden in their coats. <laughs> I love that. I don't know why, but I love that. Yeah, like the, like the holy weapon he gets uh, is a sword that can change shape depending on how you like depending on how much mana you put into it and whatever. And one of the things that he does is like his main attack is turn into a giant radish. <laughs> For what purpose? To beat people with it. Oh. Yeah, and like the jokes, th- those jokes at the beginning, they were solid. But it, they were the kind of jokes that you, that I felt like would run their course pretty quickly, mm-hmm. and they kind of did. Well, they're one time jokes. Yeah, like like the like uh, like another running gag is that whenever a woman is asleep next to him, or whenever a woman is not paying attention to him, he is constantly trying to put knee high socks on her. That would be funny once. Yeah, that would be a funny thing in between scenes, like a scene transition. Yeah, like that that that's that's, that's an omake joke. Yeah. In this, it is a significant portion of his character. Ugh, gross. Yeah, there's a point where he, uh, where he ends up like having his consciousness put into the body of his childhood friend. And the joke is that whenever he is alone, he tries to fucking just start caressing her thighs and putting socks on her. But anytime he starts to do that, other people enter the room. That gets a little creepy. Yeah. The jokes began to wear thin around chapter 60. I'm surprised they last that long. From the way yeah, I know. I know. That's a it, long time. Okay. How, okay so the jokes for me. How long is each chapter? Uh, the chapters are like 20 pages each. Okay. This isn't, this isn't a like, this isn't a fucking prestige edition fucking manga. Yeah. Still, that's a lot of chapters. Yeah. There are 86 chapters released. Uh, I gave up at 65. Should have gone the extra mile. Holy shit. 
it, the the momentum like at a certain point momentum picks momentum kicks in and like there will be like there are enough new jokes every once in a while that the old ones are like less of a drag but then eventually the new jokes just started running out too yeah like, like one of the the, the introduced character his name is kyle he is a he was a companion of the actual hero because the world doesn't know that the hero died because okay. uh, because Toka is running around looking like the hero, and nobody can know that he isn't the hero because necromancy is illegal. So he's like, "Oh, hey, like, hey, I know that I know the truth because I was in this in this guy's party. I know. I'll kill you and take your place as the hero. Then I'll be awesome." And the running joke is that he is constantly like self-aggrandizing himself and always running around naked because demons keep destroying his clothes. Okay. Again, funny once. Yeah, like Akiva's strip. It's funny for about 20 minutes, and then it's not funny anymore. Yeah, there's this guy called Blake the Twin Spear, and his thing is that he's trying to be the most like stereotypical hero possible, but he keeps fucking up. That's funny in other animes, because it only happens for like two minutes. Yeah, like they do the same joke with him kind of twice, but they managed to differentiate it up the second time a bit. Like first time he is on like a roof of a building, jumps down, like stabs 20 demons. And then he's like, fuck, I broke my ankle. (laughs) Then the second time around, he is on an exponentially higher tower. And then then he says, as he's staying out there, it's like, all right, now to figure out how I get down. If I jump, I'll probably die. Yeah, that one. I see, I see that joke too much though. But the ankle one's pretty good. That would be good if it was a one-time thing. That joke, like that specific joke, the ankle thing is a one-time th- is a one-time joke. It's, okay. Like I said, the second joke differentiated differentiates it, well, it enough. It just isn't as funny. Well, I mean, like he broke his ankle. That's a joke. But t- technically, it would be kind of the same joke if he goes to like, you know, hit something, it, like attack something or whatever with like a whole bunch of pride. And then he like strains his arm or it, or, or like that kind of thing, you know, any other instru- injury like that. The, the, they, did, they haven't done that. Like the, like the kind of running joke with him after that is everyone thinks he's amazing, even though he hasn't done shit. It's like, oh, that's like the twin spirits. He'll kill the he'll hundred demons, even though he got taken out by one. Yeah. Like in One Punch Man with King. Yeah, exactly. Only he doesn't seem to realize that he is King. <laughs> he thinks he's that awesome. Is there anything else to it? Uh, the art style is kind of weird. Like, like, for, like for the most part, I mean, for the most part, it manages to work. It has like a decent level of comedy to it. That they're able to draw it. They're able to draw it in a way that is comedic. Uh, I like the demon design. Of a lot of guys. But there's this one reaction shot they used a couple of times that looked kind of straight out of Green Worlds. And I'm pretty oh, sure Bernie God, will be the only really? one to get this. Probably. Uh, green Worlds. Imagine if Attack on if, if Walking Dead involved plant zombies and um, 3D printer time travel technology. Fuck it, whatever, I'll buy it. Green Worlds is terrible, you should totally check it out. Fuck it, whatever, Japan. The first chapter, the first chapter involves a giant baby with plants coming out of its eyes. 
No, a giant baby with mouths coming out of its eyes. Is that Drakengard? Is that Drakengard? <laughs> but but no, there, there's, there's a point where um the future version of the main character is like laying in bed and something, and then he sees like the fucking faces of all the people he's murdered, and they're just staring at him with these giant fucking eyes with these really tiny pupils. And they use that reaction shot for a couple of fucking gags a few times in like the early chapters of this. Okay. But then it eventually just turns into a fantasy series where the main character is building a harem. No, so no. it turns into the exact opposite of the series I've been talking about. Kind of, yeah. But, the, but at it the beginning of it, the, at the beginning, it, it, had, it had a couple just moments of just... Like, like the, the constant like the thing is that this guy, this main character, he is doing everything he can to not be the hero. Like, like, like there is this uh, big conspiracy going on that uh, where like necromancers are trying to wipe out the human leader, like the human uh, nobleman, the human aristocracy in order to like take over the world for themselves. And so... And so as the hero is on the road, Toka is on the road, he gets a letter saying, hey, we found this lead. Can you please investigate it? And he just, he just gets a letter back that says, nah, and then sh- ships that off. All the while, the necromancer is trying to just cook and eat the fucking messenger pigeon. The yeah, series well, is very good. The part good. where you said it just turns into a harem. I think I mentioned this series before, the parody series that just kind of turns into the skid and goes as insane with it as possible. Uh, I saved too many girls and caused the apocalypse. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I've talked about that before. Yep. Where the whole premise of that is, these girls are going to come to you with a problem that you can solve. And because you are a good person, you are not going to be able to resist helping them. And because of that, they're all going to start fighting over you until eventually they destroy the world. Yep. I have to even for a one joke manga. That's kind of a funny joke. Yeah, that is a real good joke. That is a solid joke. <laughs> it's a situation more than like a basis for a series, but yeah. it's a good joke. Yeah, it's a solid I mean, I only, joke if only... you do, as long as that's not played out too much. I've only read one volume of it. It's got two or three at this point. I don't know if it becomes more played out. I'm not sure. It's funny at the start. Is what there I'm are saying. five volumes in total. Oh shit! Okay. That sounds like it might be too much. As long as yeah, if, unless it seems like it might get stale at that point. Yeah, I don't know. Again, because the do premise not is a good yeah. The premise is a good enough joke on its own. Yeah, no, I understand. Yeah, I was and just then that as a as as a nah. alteration to what Dead Man was talking about. Yeah, yeah, and then final thing, uh, I got the uh, I got the uh, reprinted collected edition of the first two volumes of Naoki Urasawa's Monster because Urasawa. Fuck yeah, dog! Like at this point, Urasawa, he's just Urasawa. Yep. I don't really feel like I need to say much else. No, we really don't. Just Monster is still really good, you guys. Yeah. I just wish someone would save the anime license since they dubbed the whole thing, but they only released the first 13 episodes. (laughs) That kind of makes me sad. That's a shitty situation. 
Yep. Yeah, but that's all I got. Every, okay. Everything else I everything else I follow is either in the middle of a tournament. Or nothing interesting has happened yet. Exactly. Okay, well, uh, I've been recently... Uh, I, fin- I finally got around to finishing Konosuba, and we talked about Little Witch already. But uh, I finished the second season of Konosuba. That's a fucking crazy solid anime. It really is. Like, it, like they really should have run out of jokes they can make about but they didn't. Uh, darkness being a a masochist by now. They really but, should have, but they didn't for the most part. Yeah, and I think it's going to be kind of hard in the next season unless they pull away from that more. Uh, because at this point, yeah, I can't see myself laughing at another one. You know. Like the like the one in there that really stood out to me uh, in this season was you know that whole situation with the running of the uh, whatever they're called the ostriches things bird uh-huh. things yeah right like, up there that with was the funny. running of the right up there with the running of the cabbages yeah that was that right there was funny because like running of the cabbages every everyone thought yeah exactly <laughs> it's it's great it was their fault. And everyone thought it wasn't their fault, and they were just being brave. And it's awesome. And, uh, I don't know. Konosuba's great. Love it. You guys agree? There's not really much to talk about there. Konosuba, uh, motherfuckers. Went- yeah. Uh, my friend keeps trying to get me to finish Phantom World, but it's fucking trash. <laughs> so. I don't even know what that is, so. Um... I said we weren't going to talk about goddamn Persona. Don't worry about it. It's just bad. Uh, okay. Move on. Uh, I have been rewatching anime recently, uh, going through Daily Lives of High School Boys again, because that is I the vaguely o- remember that. It is the only anime to ever make me laugh so hard I fall out of my chair. And it did it like four times because it's, just, I don't, I don't know why, but it just, it has this way of writing and this way of telling jokes that I just, it clicks with me perfectly and it's timed so well in the best episode. I think the best comedy in any, th- in any anime I've ever seen is in this. It's one episode in this. It's, uh, ah, shit. I don't remember what it's called. It's this skit uh, about this girl by the river, and uh, one of the boys go uh, is walking by her, and he's like, "Oh, she look, or uh, oh, she looks so mysterious, or whatever." And it's this weird conversation they have, except they're having the conversation in their head, and they're just standing by a river in Japan when it's sort of late in the evening and it looks fancy, but in their heads, they're like screaming about how awkward it is and how they're like, Oh God, I hope he doesn't say anything to me. This is way too cliche. And then all of a sudden, like her, that she drops her bag in a whole bunch of like, uh, a whole bunch of like fantasy, like, um, stories about like, Wrote, like, little romance stories that she wrote fall on the ground and he picks one up and reads it 
and it's just it for the most part the lines are delivered like the lines are what make it so if you haven't seen all of it it's something i highly recommend going to check out at some point it was one of those anime done by square when they for some reason decided hey let's get on a kick of producing anime for no apparent reason around the time final fantasy 13 like 2 came out i think 13 that or 13 would, that wouldn't be the weirdest company to suddenly decide to make or produce anime yeah it's just it, it's weird like i you in the opening credits, it's like Square Enix, and I'm like, what? It's Why, not Europa Corp. But it's good because they make good jokes about it in the anime. They're like, how come we're allowed to talk about Final Fantasy? Well, because Square produced us, and, we're, and we have that license, I guess. It's pretty good. Um, That's not really a joke. That's No, but it's, again... That's I like don't want to deliver. When they, that's like in Balto when they referenced E.T. because it was produced by Steven Spielberg. Not, well, the the whole joke is like the episode. They're like pretending pretending they're in a fantasy world and they're saying like Final Fantasy stuff and they're like, you can't say that. And he's like, nah, we totally can. We're produced by Square. And he's like, oh, does that mean we can say this? And it like bleeps out. It's like, no, that's not... We, they don't own that IP. And then... They're like, well, how come we can talk about Harry Potter? And it's like, I don't know. For so the the laws in Japan, like the copyright laws in Japan, are weird. And they just start talking about how Harry Potter's like basically a magical girl, but he's a boy. <laughs> yeah, he kind of is actually. Yeah, they're like he's a normal boy taken away to become a wizard, so he's a magical boy, and he lives both lives—a normal boy and a wizard. So, good solid stuff in there. He has uh, he has a he has a mysterious like nemesis who wants to give him some wood. Uh, yep. Or I guess yep. bone. I don't I don't fucking know. It's it's something weird. That elder wand looks like a bunch of fucking anal beads. Yeah. Moving on. Moving on. Uh, have either of you seen Kisniper? I tried. I tried so hard. <laughs> and got so far. And in the end... It was It doesn't even matter. Oh my like, god. Put, the end of I, that like, anime. I, I watched a couple episodes. I got farther than my friend Cora, who... I don't remember exactly what he said, but that might be one of the most epic rants he's had against any anime on this podcast, from what I remember. Because it's one of those anime that is so far up its own ass. I was about to say so far up its own ass. It it knows who it's by, and it knows what it's trying to do. And you keep looking at it like, okay, it, you're playing too hard into this, you know? You think you're producing emotion, but you're not. You think I care about these characters, but you've given me no reason to do so. And you're just, like, playing on your own tropes, and it's terrible. And I tried so hard, and I got to the end, and I'm like, this was a terrible idea. Yep. It was terrible. I should not have watched it. I should not have watched it. It was short enough for me to give it a chance. Twelve episodes... 
but it was a still waste of time. Uh, so is this the first like unequivocally bad trigger thing? Um, I can't. Probably. There are a I lot mean, of pe- there are a lot of people that like it, but they have shit taste. So you know, there's no convincing from, like, people. From every, shit taste. Like I have not seen enough evidence in it that its story is good enough to justify. Like its visuals are good. It has a strong visual style, but so does Attack on Titan and its writing. It. it Attack on Titan's writing is competent compared to Kisniver, so I'm not gonna... Kisniver, Kisniver had something. It had something, but it never quite delivers on it. It gets... There is one episode, episode 10, makes you think, okay, something's about to go down that's gonna pay off. Then nothing happens. Nope, nothing. Nothing happens, and it's just like... Hey, it's over, and everyone's in a relationship now with the person they probably with like the person that it makes the least sense for them to be dating. And hey, apparently Luluco's or down in the bottom corner of the screen because that came out at the same time as Kiznaiver. That's the end. Bye. I just read the description of it. Isn't this that fucking sensate thing? Yeah, yeah. The thing where. A crazy blue-haired lady's like the the reason uh, society has so many wars and terrible things happen is because people don't feel anymore. So well, I'm going to create it's this because... experiment that where every these four, eight people are forced to feel and understand everything about themselves, and because of that, they'll save the world. Yeah, and what she did was like she basically she ends up. It's not because people don't feel anymore. It's because there's no empathy with everyone. <clears throat> and she does this because she can't feel anything. She can't feel any pain, any emotion, anything. Her and the main character are that way. She links up these characters, all the main characters, like the whole group of people. Uh, she links them up with this Kisniver thing. They become Kisnivers or whatever that means. And they can all feel each other's pain and emotions no matter where they are. And then eventually she's like, okay, it, then eventually that fucks up and they they all are unconnected because something happens, love triangle, stupid bullshit. Uh, some guy tries to kill himself and gets hit by a car. Um, and, uh, and everyone feels it. And she's just like, okay, I'm going to hook up everyone in the world and they're all going to be Kiznivers, except they're not going to share each other's pain. I'm going to take all of their pain because I want to feel again. So yeah, that makes sense. It, it doesn't because even when she hooked up the main, the other guy that couldn't feel anything, even when she hooked up him to all the other people, he still didn't feel it. I don't think he was serious, Trey. It was bad. I know, and I'm 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 a I'm saying it doesn't because I'm I want to rant about it, but I okay. don't care about it enough to rant. No, it's okay. I mean, I, I go off on rants about psychopaths. You go off on rants about Kisniver. That's just what you do. No. No, I don't care. I that's the thing. I couldn't. So you give just want to? Oh, okay. So you want to get this out so you don't have to even think about it anymore? Yes, I couldn't okay. give a shit about a rant. Dope. So uh, so cool. It's bad. Right, anything uh, else then? Uh, I'm gonna keep on watching. Uh. I'm going to keep on watching Attack on Titan, even though we talked about that, just because I want to well, stick I'll with it. Well, I'll watch it just because I, 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 I just want to see stupid kaiju stuff. I'm just not invested yeah, in it for I, the I same reasons. Yeah, I love kaijus. Reasons. 
I love I love big monster like, battles. But let me put it to you this way: I would much rather watch the scene where Godzilla um, floats his double kick at a bug monster than watch these characters complain about why they have to kill people. Dude, I fucking love I fucking love that movie. <laughs> It's the best. It's just a big fucking wrestling match by the end. No, no. If you want the best Godzilla wrestling match, you watch Final Wars. Yeah, motherfucker. Oh, I love Final Wars too. Oh, yeah. you got you got good taste there. I can appreciate that. Birdie noses Godzilla. Good. I good. I love that. I have. I've got a Godzilla tattoo. They're but, apparently making a series of Godzilla anime movies. I know they said it, they said it was three of them, didn't they? Yep. Yeah. I they the only image they put out was like an image of a forest with like a truck in well, it. Well, no, they explain what the plot of the first one is, and honestly, given a history of Godzilla in Japan, I can see humanity just saying "fuck it, this isn't worth it." Because the whole point is that monsters cause so much shit that got that people just leave for another habitable planet because it's got to be better than one with Godzilla on it. And then Godzilla just puts a jetpack on and flies to space. Nope. He just eats King, <laughs> I want to see he just eats King Ghidorah and just fucking grabs his wings and just flaps his arms. He just he, Godzilla no, no, becomes I mean, sentient it, and I mean, builds a man, mecha. He doesn't he doesn't need any of that to fly. He already has his Buddha jet powers. Right. Oh yeah. Just lays face down in the dirt, breathes his fucking radioactive fire, and just flies. Yeah, yep, I was gonna say. That dead, dead man watched that one, along with three other of the... Not the... Ab- actually, you did watch the absolute worst, you just didn't keep the recording, because... Which one was the absolute Revenge. Worst? Godzilla's Revenge. Oh. Wait. It, it, it hurt dead man. Wait... Remind me which one that was again, because uh, it's I can't. The clip show. Two names? It's, it's the clip show with Godzilla's son in it. Oh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Making sure it had two names, didn't it? Yeah. Uh, it was called Godzilla's Revenge in America. All monsters attack. Uh, that's what it yeah, is. Yeah, that's the that's the other title. Yeah, I watched that too, and it, about that kid, and there was like the fucking the I guess the robbers. It's not good. It's not good. It's not good. You don't like you don't like Minya or in some sub. I don't think you're a Godzilla. I don't think you're a Godzilla fan if you like Godzilla's son in any movie (laughs) other than Destroya. What about Final Wars? No. I don't like Godzilla's son in that. He's the one thing I don't like about that movie. <laughs> I forgot just Godzilla's shows, son was in he that. he solves the problem. He solves he, No, he, only, he shows up long enough to say, Dad, don't kill the humans. And Dad's just like, uh, all right. And I'm like, no, kill the humans. <laughs> yeah, I want, to have, I want it to be a fucking wrestling match between mean, Godzilla and that one the, fucking guy the with the stupid mustache. The humans and the Kaiser. The humans and the Kaiser. That one guy with the mustache who, has, who speaks perfect English... In like in it in that movie, yeah. And for some reason, they subtitle it. Yeah, I want like, yep. I want fucking I want that fucking Russian Sergeant Slaughter motherfucker to get into a fucking cage match with Godzilla. But no, the the way I watched that movie, he finds Barkley's coin. Yeah, exactly. The way the, the way I watched that movie, so it was a it was an English dub, right? 
Or no, no, it was a Japanese dub. There is dub. a English dub. Yeah, it, I think I was watching the Japanese version, and uh, oh god, what the hell was it? Holy shit! This isn't a Godzilla podcast. We should really move yeah, on. probably yeah, yeah, probably move on. So anything else, Trey? Uh, that's about it. Anime wise, just gonna be keeping up with stuff this season. Alrighty then. That's what watching reading then on to news. So the tracking board is reporting that Warner brothers still thinking that Akira movie is a really good idea. Has begun courting, has begun courting Jordan Peele to direct it. Because the ghost in the shell movie was such a good idea. Yeah. And you know, it was a good idea just done by the wrong person. It, it it was a good idea back before everything else that was inspired by Ghost in the Shell did everything a Ghost in the Shell movie could do. I just mean give it to it should have been given to James Cameron like he wanted to do. Well now he's doing Battle Angel Alita so who gives a shit? Yeah, because that was his second choice. <laughs> he also his third choice was Akira. Also, I'm not entirely convinced James Cameron wants to do anything other than make Avatar movies at this point, so I don't care. Yeah. I guess. Wait for the Avatar anime coming 2019. (laughs) Oh, Jesus. I'm almost scared to think what Japan would do with blue cat people. Anime Dances with Wolves is the weirdest fucking sentence I've ever had to think. (laughs) <laughs> oh man give it to fucking a1 pictures the people who made sao yes oh jesus They'll do avatar anyway yeah so it's just rumors at this point but the tracking board they have been they've had some reliable information in the past i guess so moving like, on tsunami this past week announced that they would be re- they would be premiering the second season dub of Attack on Titan uh, on Saturday, April 29th. Uh, well, effectively Sunday morning, I guess. Uh, as part of as part so, of their big block uh, of so anime stuff no for Tsunami. Into the dub. Well, of course they're doing a simul dub because Funimation has the rights to it. They're the one of the few people who still does that. And then yeah. the next day. They changed it so that it would be premiering on April 22nd instead. For some fucking reason, the day after they announced it was coming out, they bumped up the release date by a week. They might have another thing premiering in that block. Maybe, I don't know. It's... I I don't fucking know. I do not get Toonami. I my mom put a couple games on it. <laughs> Help computer. Anywho, moving on. Final piece of news. So Bones Studio Bones uh, has announced uh, this past month or so that they'll be producing a new trilogy of films uh, based on Eureka Seven. 
You know don't what I do, don't, don't like? Don't do that. Don't, don't, don't do that. You know what I don't like about that? What's that? 50% of people in the world will still call it the Rekka 7. <laughs> Honestly, I'm, that's not even my biggest problem with it. I just... I think the only series I've ever encountered where, um... Uh... Does it say whether it's a new series or if it's just the old series again, but in movie form? It's both. Le- oh, no. No, no. That's a bad idea. So. Don't. The movie. Both? So the movie will be uh, showing us what happened during the first summer of love. Which is something that they haven't okay. really shown. Fair enough. It will then be the same basic story as the original Eureka 7. And then it will have its own unique ending. Oh, goody. Why? So a prequel and a sequel and a, re- and a rehash. Yeah, uh, uh, the trilogy will have completely re-recorded lines, uh, redone footage, as well as new scenes in it. But why even... Because shut up. money. And the I only guess time just... it, The only it's time not... it's ever been good is that Madoka Magica got a movie to conclude the story overall... By making two movies that rehashed the series. I guess Evangelion did that. And it worked. So they're like, let's just do that. Yeah, so the trilogy is being collectively called Psalms of Planets Eureka 7 High Evolution. And it was announced this past week in Anime Boston. uh, By president and producer at Bones. Masahiko Minami, that the first film in the New York 7 trilogy will be uh, opening this fall in Japan, the United States, the United Kingdom, France, Australia, Singapore, Malaysia, Indonesia, and Thailand. Whatever. Yeah, people are releasing in all those countries simultaneously with Funimation doing the North American release because, of course, they are. Because anything, well, well not only does Funimation have the license rights to the TV series. Almost no one can really compete with Funimation at this point. Yeah. So yeah, first movie is coming out this fall. Next movie is coming out in 2018 with a third and final film coming out in 2019. Y'all ready to get that hot shit back in your fucking faces? Sure. Throw that hot shit at me right now. Anyway. That was it for news. That's gonna do it for this week. Thank y'all for joining us. Oh god, that's it? Only two hours. Yeah. Jeez, dead man. Anime runs a lot shorter than games. Which is sad that our no, it's just sad that our games ran fucking four hours. Well, you and Chevron, you got into a lot of shit. So we'll be back in also, two weeks' time with another episode of the DestoProds.com Anime Manga Podcast. In between now and then, we're going to be having our regular run of news, maybe reviews, podcasts. Ow! Kinds of bullshit, but... Until then, I'm dead. I'm Birdie. I'm also dead. But my name's Trey. And we will see you guys next time.